Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Michael and Chauncey Show. Good evening and welcome to the Michael and Chauncey Show. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. My co-host, Michael Bloomling Jr., I believe, is on vacation. Before we begin the show today, I want to send out prayers to all of those families who lost their loved ones to the unfortunate pandemic of COVID-19. I also want to say a special thanks and send out multiple prayers to those who are working every day on our front line to keep our lives as normal as possible. And I'm not just talking about the firemen, the police, the EMS workers. I'm talking about the lady and the gentleman that pumps our gas, the person that hands us the cart at the grocery store, sanitized. When you go into the pharmacy, the ladies and the gentlemen that wear their mask on giving us out our prescriptions, these individuals are still on the front line trying to service us every day. We must be grateful and blessed and thankful for those that are standing up to still try to help us have a normal life. So I just wanted to say that my prayers are with all of you and your families uh, as we all struggle and as we've all lost someone close to us from this very unfortunate pandemic and virus. Today in our studio, we are blessed and happy to have a friend of mine, Charles Langworthy, for Congress of Michigan's 9th District in the studio today. And uh, we are going to listen to him talk about his plans for the state of Michigan and also for the nation. Uh, let me welcome Congressional Candidate Charles Langworthy to the studio. Good evening, sir. How are you? Good evening, Chauncey. How are you? Good, sir. Great to have you on again. Uh, if you don't mind, give a little background about who you are, uh, Charles, and how we got to uh, being a candidate for Congress, and then we can get into some of the issues. Well, I'm just an average man um, trying to live my life uh, in a free and open society, and I'm not able to do that, and neither is anybody else. I've decided to run for Congress to try to change that, to provide a better future for every one of us and future generations down the line. That's awesome. What made you decide to run for Congress? I, I know you're a regular guy. We've had many conversations. Uh, I think this is your first run in politics, correct? What made you, I know that you want to protect our religious freedoms, our rights, our liberties under the Constitution. Uh, I understand uh, that you're not only a conservative, uh, but you're a constitutionalist uh, and believe in our Constitution, believe that all people are free to express ourselves as we do fit. Uh, you know, Michigan is a very uh, interesting state. Uh, I don't know your exact district that you reside in. Um, tell us about some of the issues that are affecting the district that uh, that uh, made you want to run. Well, the district itself, um, the economy, uh, we literally just barely got out of the last recession before this one hit. Um, 
you know, even then, our, our district here, it's, it's, it's about as blue-collar as it, as it gets. Growing up, everybody had a close family friend, a relative, brother, uncle, mom, dad, uh, neighbor, whoever, somebody very close to them that worked on the assembly line. Mm-hmm. Now you have to go two, three degrees of separation to find somebody that works on the assembly line because all those jobs are gone. And even though the, the rest of the country, the economy was picking up, it was picking up here somewhat, but at a much, much, much slower pace. Um, the the quality of life here did not improve on the same curve that the rest of the country did when the economy started really going off a few years ago. Yes. Um, and that is directly related to the fact that we were the manufacturing capital of the world, and we no longer are. Some of the jobs have came back uh, minimal, uh, you know, because they came back all across the country, but proportionately, those jobs, uh, they're just not back. We've Not only have we lost them due to NAFTA, but we've also lost them due to automation. Um, mm-hmm. So... People here in the Ninth District are probably some of the hard. Well, no, they are the hardest working people in, in the country. You know, you got the people. You know, lots of construction workers, uh, and like that, a lot more people ended up going to construction because we're always under, <laughs> we're always under some sort of road construction here. Uh, and yes. As the joke goes, the state flower of Michigan is the orange barrel. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, those those jobs on the assembly lines were, you know you could provide for your family a, a decent life and be able to put money away for your, your children's future and college and all that other stuff is, is gone. Um, those that do are fortunate enough to get jobs in manufacturing today coming in at entry level and working their way up, they don't work their way up as fast. I mean, it, you know, you, you People are just struggling here and in the night district, you know, it's day to it's day to day grind. People live paycheck to paycheck here. Yes. It's very, very troubling. Um we understand that especially now with this pandemic, it, it, with the the hit on even the mom and pop stores and the businesses have been dramatic across the country. Um on a national level, what are some of the issues that you're concerned about? Uh, education, a fentanyl crisis, illegal immigration. What are some of the issues that when you get to Congress, beyond your district, what do you think or how, what do you think are the important issues that, that you want to focus on or help addressing when you get to Congress? Upholding the Constitution, fighting corruption, um, especially the Second Amendment, the entire Bill of Rights. Um, you know, uh, standing up for legal immigrate legal immigration and, and putting an end to illegal immigration, um, bringing back the issuance of currency to the to the treasury, and uh, getting rid of the Federal Reserve, and having us have a gold backed currency. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this fiat currency that we've been living under, and with the way the Federal Reserve works, are the ones that create these boom and bust cycles. And ultimately, the people pay the price. 
I definitely uh, am going to be fighting to get rid of the uh, NFA, National Firearms Act, 68 Gun Control Act, and the Brady Bill. Uh, the Second Amendment is very clear, shall not be infringed. And I see a serious problem here, um, especially on the state level. And a lot of these states claim the Tenth Amendment as their right to have gun laws that vary from state to state. There should be no gun laws that vary from state to state. Every state should have constitutional carry. Under the Second Amendment, it says shall not be infringed. The Tenth Amendment states that all powers not enumerated in the Constitution are reserved for the states and the states alone. Well, the Second Amendment is enumerated in the Constitution. Therefore, any state that has any anti-gun legislation on the books is in violation of the Constitution. Therefore, the federal government needs to bring lawsuits against each and every state that has restrictions on the Second Amendment. Yes. What is your position on... Well, we have a, a big... What do you think about the border war, border crisis... Uh, we got a fentanyl crisis, human trafficking crisis, uh, immigration pr- uh, crisis. Um, we have, I don't know, in your state, do you have illegals having driver's licenses there? Uh, yes, there is that. Um, we don't tend to have as bad of an illegal immigration. We have one, but it's not as bad as it is in, in you know, New York or Texas or California or Arizona. But we, we do have somewhat of a problem here. Um, when it comes to securing the border, I am for building a wall. That wall shall have gates, and if people want to come to this nation, as immigrants have for hundreds of years, they have every right to do so, but they have to come through through proper channels. It's not right to let people in this country without knowing who they are, what they're about, uh, you know, what kind of person they are. Uh, we need to make sure that they're going to be a contributing member of society. You can't just open the gates and let the dregs of society in. Uh, you you will, at that point, create a problem for all of your other citizens, and, and that's where we're at right now. We have, you know, these sanctuary cities that refuse to prosecute uh, criminals, uh, illegal alien criminals, and, and we're talking, you know, these people have committed violent acts. They've committed DUIs, thefts, um, you know, sex crimes. And yet the federal government can't do anything about it, really, because the states are hiding them from the federal government. And the, every single state that has sanctuary, all these sanctuary states and sanctuary cities, they must be sued by the federal government as well. Okay. It just doesn't make any sense to me that Mm -hmm. the left puts the rights of illegal immigrants ahead of the rights of of American citizens and legal immigrants. It's like showing the legal immigrants that you're stupid. Why would you come through this process when you can just come in another way? Exactly. 
yeah, illegal immigration. Uh, you know, they, I hope that Congress in this next session will be able to come together with some immigration reform. It sounds like, uh, you know, the Democrats keep kicking the can down the curb, down the, you know, down down the street when it comes to illegal immigration. Yet, as you just mentioned, uh, illegal immigration has impacted this nation. Not only the crimes that has committed, the tax burden. Okay, as far as social programs, listen, I believe in helping people, but I also believe that people should come here legally. And, yeah. you know, now, 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 real quickly, uh, Charles, with the coronavirus epidemic, and I was in favor of building the, the wall a long time ago, and everybody called it racist. The thing is, is we don't even know, and, I, and I've mentioned this to other congressional candidates, that we should lock that border down because we don't even know what diseases or viruses that these people are bringing into this country. Oh, well, yes, that's, I mean, uh, there's been um, a huge amount of people with tuberculosis and uh, uh, dengue fever and, you know, a lot of those tropical third world diseases that they're bringing here too. Um, and, 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 and that's not right. You know, uh, when you know years ago, uh, well, during the time of Ellis Island, that they would they would make sure that everybody came through was healthy, and if they weren't, they put them in quarantine. Exactly. It's it's sad. It it really is sad. What is going on in this country? And you know, thank God for Donald Trump and the Republican Senate. Uh, Limiting, but that's why we have checks and balances. We can keep guiding this ship forward. Right. Uh, for those that are tuning in, this is the Michael and Chauncey Show. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. My co-host, Michael Bloomling Jr., is on vacation. We have in the studio today Charles Langworthy, candidate for Congress out of Michigan's 9th District. And we're talking about Michigan, and we're talking about the United States, we're talking about illegal immigration, we're talking about the Constitution, we're talking about the Bill of Rights, we're talking about also how our rights have been infringed upon by the overreach of these governors throughout the country as it relates to the COVID virus, uh, denying our assembly to practice our religion not allowing us to go to parks and playgrounds, uh, just normal things that people do. The oversight or the overreach from these governors have been unconstitutional. What do you think about that? Oh, absolutely. Uh, they're completely unconstitutional. That, you know, especially when it comes to freedom of religion, um, busting up those those funerals. The mayor himself was out there busting up the the funeral of the that rabbi in New York City, you know. And 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 when you actually sit there and ponder, like actually ponder for a minute, what it mm -hmm. means to not allow a funeral. Um, my God, that is that is very disturbing. To not celebrate somebody's life. And 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 what they've done, and 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 the love and 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 the friendship, to not get together and celebrate that is is devastating, you know. And then we have people that their family members are dying in the hospital, and they're not allowed to go see them. There have been lots of people that have died alone, where normally you would have your children, you know, lots of old people they've died alone. 
whether, you know, what, whatever it's from, a lot of times just from natural causes or old age, you know, uh, renal failure, whatever it may be, um, you know, then they're not allowing family in to come and pay their last respects and see them one more time before they go. And that's very, very bothersome to me. Mm. Yeah, that's extremely troubling. Um, when is your election coming up? Or when is, do you have a primary coming up? Yes, we have a primary August 4th. August 4th. Uh, if people want to donate to your campaign or reach out to you, can you share that information uh, with the uh, with our audience, please? Absolutely. Uh, www.langworthyforcongress.com, and that's uh, L-A-N-G-W-O-R-T-H-I-F-O-R. C-O-N-G-R-E-S-S dot com. And you can follow my Twitter at at LangworthyUS9 and my Facebook at uh, Langworthy for Congress as well. Uh, what are some of the other issues? Did we miss any issues? Are there any other points that you'd like to make while you're on the air about your candidacy? Well, uh, I, you know, I... I, I understand the plight of the every, everyday citizen here. You know, I'm, I'm one of them and, 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 you know, trying to get by and trying to get ahead in a rigged system is a very hard thing. And, you know, that's the thing that Donald Trump has really pointed out, um, that, it, that it is rigged, that you have a bunch of corrupt people that rule from the top and have nothing but utter contempt for the people underneath them. And, that is not a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Uh, I, 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 one thing, you know, getting involved in the, in the election, I have to say, I see what truly is breeding a lot of this corruption. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, it, and, it, and it all boils down to the way we handle our elections. Um, and not all, but a lot of it has to boil down with elections. You have these special interest groups that come in and they donate and they have PACs and they they do all these donations and then they say, hey, you know, guess what? Yeah, we got you elected, so now you need to scratch our back. And 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 that's just how it starts. It, it's a breeding ground of corruption, the whole entire election process. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was approached by some people and um, told, hey, you know, we got the connections and we can, we can get you – we can get you some big-time donors. And I said, yeah, what, what's the cost? Oh, well, you know, this and that, and you can't really be yourself. And, you know, don't offend, uh, don't offend rhinos and, and, you know, don't, 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 don't go on an anti-corruption platform. That would be, that, that, that's definitely not the way to go. And I said, Oh, well, uh, sorry. You know, that's, that's, I'm not playing your ball game. Uh, what I think needs to be done is, you know, all these congressional districts and, you know, both in state and federal levels, there's tons of high schools, middle schools, you know, these are places that taxpayers already pay for. Why don't, you know, a few times a week, you have some of the candidates get together and do a town hall, you know, maybe individual candidates go, you know, on one day a week, one day a week you have a debate. And you just move from high school to high school in the district. And and, and and not only will that help take the money out of it, it'll definitely encourage more 
voter awareness, voter engagement with the candidates. Mm-hmm. And you're, you'll be able to have a, a, a much more transparent uh, system. And, and people won't be beholden to their donors. Exactly. Exactly. And that's a big problem uh, now with all these lobbyists. Even though Trump, I think, has shut that uh, down, these lobbying firms and, you know, coming in and, and bilking the system to try to get their contracts pushed through. Yeah, that's Yeah, that's he's done some. Is. I mean, he's done everything he can, but there's, there's a, there's, a, you know, uh, there's, there's miles to go, that's for sure. There is, there is. What do you think about our current educational system in our country with the lack of them not teaching civic responsibilities, statesmanship, uh, American government, American history? What do you think about that? Well, I think the education system has been infiltrated by communist operatives. Department of Education is a joke, and it needs to be disbanded immediately. We need to return education back to the local level. The uh, you know, and the education system. What you know, you have your basic things: your your reading, your writing, your history, government, things like that, um, math that all students across the nation need to know. But you know, children in a school in Iowa need to know different things than the children in a school in New York City. Right, and it needs to be done on the local level. I, I I don't even think a state level. I think education should be done on the county level. Um, mm-hmm. That way, not only not only that, but then the people have much more control over what we're teaching our children. Yes, um, you're able to hold hold people accountable because how are you know you can't hold the federal government accountable and. Uh, you know, even if you could, it'd be very hard to do so. So keeping it, you know, having your local school boards be the complete arbiter of what is taught is exactly what needs to be done. And that way, if the parents and, and the people of the of the community say, wait a minute, I don't think it's right to teach, you know, that Johnny has two daddies, uh, then they could actually change it. Hmm. Yeah, that's 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 a shame. You know, it really is. And I'm not against, um, you know I'm not against gays or anything like that. I just I have a problem when you shove it down the children's throats and tell them that it has to be this way. This is America. You're free to do as you please, but you know you don't have to, you don't have the right to force things upon our children that we disagree with. I, I agree wholeheartedly, and it's a shame um, how our system, um, how really um, school systems has failed our children. It really is sad. It is. It is. Charles, uh, yeah, it really is sad. What would you like to say in, in closing uh, at the end of our show now? Uh, I would like for you, you know, again, to, 
if people want to donate to you, um, volunteer, or contact you, can you please share that information again for our listeners? Yes. Uh, well, my closing words, um, I would I would like to say that right now is a, is, a, is a trivial time in our nation. We are losing liberties day by day, and it is our job to stand up and fight for those liberties because if we don't, we are going to lose them, and we are going to lose them forever. Uh, they are things that we will not get back. Uh, freedom isn't free, and if we don't fight for it, we lose it. Uh, if people would like to donate, which I highly encourage they do, I, I understand times are tough right now, but if people can go out and give, you know, five, six bucks, whatever you can afford, it'd be much appreciated. Um, I'm trying to get myself a digital billboard, which costs about 200 bucks a week. Um, I'm trying to get a couple of those, and, you know, I definitely need some help on that. So uh, you can go to www.langworthyforcongress.com. And uh, all my other information is on there, which is uh, my Twitter, my Facebook, and my email address is on there as well. So if you want to contact me and help volunteer, you know, you don't have to be in the district to volunteer. I can use some help with um, making phone calls and things like that. Even if you're outside my district, I can get you set up on a an automated call system, things like that. And um, I, I just want to tell everybody that, you know, it's in our power to stop this from from taking our nation, and if we we stand up, our nation will will withstand this. But we have to stand with it. Amen. I could not have said it better, Charles. I, I want to. I'm sorry. You want to say something else? No, 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 no. I'm good. Oh, I wanted to say thank you very much uh, for coming on our show today and talking about your plans for Michigan and your plans for the nation. Um, you're just a regular guy who wants to make a difference, and my hat is off to you, you know, for standing up for the American people, the people in Michigan. You know, I've spoken to you a few times. I've had you on another show. You're not a politician. You are a true public servant that wants to serve people and not serve yourself or political interest in I want to thank you for your courage for wanting to stand well, thank up you. and take on this challenge. And thank you for having me on today, Chauncey. You're very, very welcome. This is the Michael and Chauncey Show. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. You can follow us on Twitter at Liberty Today USA. You also can follow the Michael and Chauncey Show on Facebook. You can follow me. I'm Chauncey Brown at Right Talk Host on Twitter. And on Facebook, I'm Right Talk Radio Host. We want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. We also want to thank Charles Langworthy for Congress of Michigan's 9th Congressional District talking about his plans for Michigan, his plans for the nation, and what we need to do to protect our values, protect our Constitution, and to protect the liberties and freedom that are bestowed upon us by the Constitution. We want to thank him for coming into the studio today, taking his time out of his schedule to talk to our listeners. And I just want to also mention to the American people and to my listeners, now is the time that we need to choose people that want to serve the public good and not political interest, as my friend Charles has just talked about during the show. We need people that care about people. We need people that are going to serve people. 
and Charles Langworthy is that type of candidate, and I hope that you will all come out and support him, try to donate to his campaign. We need more people like Charles in Congress if we're going to save our nation. Please stay tuned every Thursday at 6 o'clock for the Michael and Chauncey Show, and look for our updates on Twitter, Liberty Today USA, and also the Michael and Chauncey Show on Facebook. Before I close, I want to send out multiple prayers again to all those who have served and who is serving on the front line, be it first responders, the gas station attendant, the person who bags up our groceries and hands us a clean cart when we go to the store. I want to say thank you to all of you for the work that you're doing to try to keep our lives normal in this very difficult time. God bless you all. Until next time, I will you well. Thank you for tuning in to the Michael and Chauncey Show. Please follow us on Twitter at Liberty Today USA. You can also contribute to the show on Patreon. 